1: with you through until 12. Dwayne's World up with you after 12 o'clock, taking plenty of your calls on 1300 736 736. Good friend of the show and someone we like chatting to as the CEO of the Giants. He's been good enough to give us his time this morning with a busy schedule. Dave Matthews is his name. Dave, thanks for your time again, mate.
0: Pleasure, Kane.
1: Plenty of challenges facing both the Sydney sides and um, Sydney Chairman Andrew Pridham has been outspoken today in the paper. John Longmire has been outspoken as well. So I thought we'd get you on to see if you share similar views. So we'll start with the Chairman Andrew Pridham from the Swans. He's called out the AFL to help out with the cost of living for your footy department staff coaches because it's so expensive to live in that part of the world, as you know. Do you share the similar view and, and should the AFL be doing more?
0: I think they certainly need to consider it, Kane. And I know it's an issue that we've certainly raised a couple of times. And I guess as an industry, we're all settling into the sort of new parameters or reset the cost basis as we needed to do, really. And the the AFL has managed COVID um, brilliantly in a a lot of ways. And then when you you make adjustments to things like the soft cap, I think it's now that the effects are being uh, gauged properly through the experience of it all. And now, there's a lot of fixed costs in the soft cap um, mm. that when you reduce it, a lot of the fixed costs, you know, flights, accommodation, ankle tape, things that don't change and really the only variable costs uh, are staff and staff wages and you know, I think there's a lot of staff who were moved moved out of the industry um, either by their choice because wages were coming down or because there was not the affordability there to retain all the roles. So. Yeah, when you when you decrease the soft cap by 30%, and then and then the flow-on effect is into into salaries. That you know, there's not a commensurate reduction in in things like mortgages or housing prices or rental. So mm.
1: yeah,
0: there is an issue there that I think um, just needs to be carefully and calmly considered. But I know it's something that the AFL will look at.
1: Well, ju- just the median house price this is, for example, say in Adelaide, uh, I don't know, say five hundred and fifty thousand. In Sydney, it's you know it's upwards of nearly nine hundred thousand. So it's almost double to get a house. Now, I'm not sure where most of your coaches live and, and that type of thing, but they're not on big money as opposed to you know senior coaches or some of the players. How tough are they doing it? And you've lost the likes of uh, Lenny Hayes and some coaches that are highly regarded. Is that one of the reasons why the turnover has been significant?
0: Yeah, look, I think it is a factor in the turnover. I think the other thing is that, yeah, you could liken it to the to the mining industry. A lot of the, a lot of the expert and a lot of the, you know, I guess the in employment base of mining companies comes from other parts of Australia where it needs to be brought in, and that's a little bit like the, the, the coaching um, pathway in the AFL at the moment. It tends to be that the Swans and the Giants, and probably for that matter the Queensland clubs as well, have to um, Attract or recruit talent from the southern states, mm. and you know, on a, on a basic comparison, you know, it's the Swans and the Giants in particular are up against it. If if someone from Adelaide or Melbourne is is considering a role at, at the Adelaide Crows versus the the Giants, it's just it's a really big differential. I think it's something like forty percent between Melbourne and Sydney, um, and, and you just I think what Andrew Pritham called out was he, he said let's just focus on. On housing, whether it be you know, mortgages or or rent, um, and, and that's where the, you know, the the comparison is really easily established from a fact point of view.
1: And John Lamai has backed that up as well. Article in the Herald Sun today, he's he's saying that Peter Vellandis is investing heavily in into rugby league up there in your part of the world, whereas the AFL are cutting back, desperately trying to pay off the loan that is a result of COVID. Uh, John's saying, well, let's just delay that a little bit and start investing back into the game so it can grow. Do you, do you share his view on that as well?
0: Oh, I think the investment that the AFL's put into grassroots and community um, over, say, 10 or 15 years or longer is really bearing fruit. I mean, the, grow, the game's growing uh, rapidly. There really has been incredible growth, and I think you know, particularly starting a second club, that's that's stimulated the growth as well. I, I'd probably put it in more positive terms in the sense that um, you're seeing a return on investment from starting the Giants. You're seeing a return on investment from investing in programs like Auskick and getting female pathways uh, established and and flourishing. And I think like any organisation where you can see a strong return or you see growth potential, you keep investing. So that's the way I'd look at it.
1: Um, there's, There was always going to be some some coaches under the pump this year. I've spoken a lot about Nathan Barkley and David Teague this morning, a lot of talk back on him. Uh, Leon Cameron is one of those because that's the industry that we're in. And I guess that doesn't alleviate with the round one loss under a uh, under strength St. Kilda side. How's Leon holding up? And uh, are you still confident in, in the direction of his coaching and the club in general?
0: Yeah, look, I think the club in general and the footy program – uh, specifically, we've got great confidence in, and, and Leon's just a part of that. I know it's it's easy to you know, focus in on just one person mm-hmm. for being the head coach, but you know, it's an entire program, it's his, it's his coaching team, it's the list we've put together, and you know, the leadership group within that list. So, you know, everyone has a responsibility for performance, not just one person. And yeah, we we're disappointed on Sunday, and you know, I think round one tends to throw up some unusual results. We've got a lot of respect for St Kilda, they're obviously a side that beat us last year and played finals. So that was never going to be an easy game, even though I guess both sides had a, a few players out. But, yeah, we have, came uh, we're really optimistic about what we can achieve this year. And, uh, we're just one round into a, a long campaign. And, you know, Leon's, Leon's really well. He's fresh. He's um, you know, really energised for the, the challenge ahead.
1: Giant CEO Dave Matthews joining us on the captain's run this morning. Dave, did you get a look at the documentary Making Their Mark, which your club featured heavily in? Um, what did you make of it? And, and second part is, would you do it again? Uh, so
0: the, the second question, first, yeah, we would do it again. I think it's an incredible promotion for the competition and, and our game generally. Um, you know, I think we've got we do have the best game in the world, and if you can get an opportunity to provide... You know the fans and potential fans within a sanctum uh, experiences like that documentary series has provided, and that's great. It oh, uh, would have been great if they'd actually done it in one of the years we played finals, and mm. and uh, uh, maybe not not the sort of storyline we wanted to deliver um, last year, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. We've moved moved on from that narrative, but I think generally it's just a great promotion for the game.
1: Did you speak to Stephen Cornelio about, because he was one of the biggest t- takeouts of it. Have, have you spoken to him since the wash-up and since the release of it? And, and how, uh, what sort of, um, I guess, attitude did he have from it?
0: Well, he did. He, he's the sort of person who doesn't shy away from anything. So, you know, we knew we knew what was being captured. We knew what, what the story was going to be presented as. And, you know, he, he and I actually sat down together and, and watched some clips uh, late last year, just in terms of how it had, you know, was going to get, I guess, characterised. But, you know, by the time the series has come out, and I think he's spoken really well about it in recent weeks, um, you know, the our review of 2020 and what was valid and what wasn't valid, that's all been sort of locked away and a ribbon tied around it. So, you know, 2020 for us is just part of the club's history now. And, and we moved on. And, you know, I think that that's certainly the approach that uh, Stephen's taken.
1: Hey, Dave, there's a survey out today, afl.com.au. The coaches were, were all surveyed on some of the biggest issues facing the game. 86% of coaches say players should be allowed to be traded if they're contracted against their will, provided there's another club that wants them. Now, you've lost more players than most for, for different reasons. We know that. Would you be supportive of that to pull back some of the power that the players seem to have at trade time?
0: Yeah, not necessarily, I guess, and that that angle. I think some of the adjustments we'd like to see is um, more along the lines of what can support player retention. Mm. Um, and, and in that regard, I think it's important to keep considering you know, three year contracts for first round draft picks. I think that would help uh, take a lot of the angst about development and retention out of it. Um, and I think it also would probably offset a bit of the inflationary. Uh, pressure that happens um, on contracts for you know, third-year players and on. So after those two years, I think it it does get a bit inflationary. So that that's something that we we'd do. I, I think at the moment, um, I, I personally don't like the idea of trading a player against his will. I'd rather um, I'd rather sort of have a, be able to have a mature discussion with a player about his his you know his place on the list or his place at your club. But you know, I guess that's also coming from our positions been you know, our, our major focus has worked over the 10 years in the competition, just been working very, very hard on retention, just trying to build a culture that uh, when you're bringing players, particularly from other states, that, you know, that they they see our club as a place they want to play at and, and stay at. So that's, you know, it's, it's probably just a, a different perspective. But, you know, I know that happens in American sports, but I don't, I don't necessarily think we need to copy everything they do. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting view and one that will continue to be in front of us as the trade period gets more busy and, and more pre- prevalent. Hey, before we let you go, can can we get an update on Lockie Whitfield? Certainly an unusual injury. What's the latest with Lockie?
0: Yeah, I was actually with him yesterday. We had an event that Gil McLaughlin came up to and, and Lockie attended as well with Gladys, uh, Gladys Berejiklian, the Premier, who um, basically launched the season for the two clubs. And, uh, you know, I was chatting to Lockie he's, he's he's feeling good um, and, it, and it's you know, one of those situations where the most important thing for us is the welfare of the person um, and that you know when he returns to play he's been secondary he, he's had a really unusual period and an unusual injury and you know we're monitoring it closely but you know we expect him back probably I think round five or six at this point but um, you know it's certainly something that we've got to keep um, a careful eye on. He's a He's such a valuable player and, and person around the club and, you know, there's been a great deal of care put into him, but we are looking forward to seeing him back out there.
1: Mm. Hey, Dave, uh, appreciate your time as always, mate, and good luck against Fremantle on Sunday. Thanks, Cain. Cheers. Dave Matthews, CEO of the Giants, taking us through some of the, the challenges and his thoughts on the comments from Sydney Chairman Andrew Pritch- G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play.